0: podcast um
1: great to be back here talking with y'all again welcome back everybody yes. we're excited to come back with a new episode today we're going to be talking about one of our favorite topics on this podcast love. love but as always we won't be talking about it only in the romantic context we'll be talking about it in the self-love context the family and friendship context and the romantic context so Valentine's Day just passed. Yeah. What were some of your observations on people and love and how they were interacting with it?
0: Um, it I think it's like it's like the same thing every year. There's some people that are, you know, yearning for some love and didn't get it. The people that are in love and then the people that are just like kind of like neutral and like focus on themselves. And yeah, so it's really pretty much same wheel turning every single time. Um valentine's day comes around
1: that is yeah that's true i don't know i feel like yeah everybody interacts with it different as a single i feel like how you interact with valentine's day as a person who's single depends on your prior experience so i was in as i've been very transparent on this podcast a toxic relationship or do in my day so when valentine's day came around when i was single it was just like okay like last year, I went and took my granny some flowers and so you know, I was just focused on love and other contexts because I was not trying to be bogged down, yeah, with the romance of it all, yeah. but what did you do this B day?
0: um I think I just did like homework
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything,
0: and it was on a Monday too, so I think that really contributed to it as well. but yeah, I didn't do yeah. anything that's... extravagant.
1: that's a good point. It would yeah. be a Monday who wants to be doing anything anyways (laughs) um but let's get into the episode talking about healthy love versus unhealthy love what that looks like to us what we see it look like to other people like perception wise so and I think we talked about this when we did the love episode the first time so Mm -hmm. how would you in this day after all this time has passed define healthy love
0: Um, healthy love. Um, I definitely know that healthy love doesn't involve trauma or struggle, like how people (laughs) like to, um, present it. And, you know, I think a lot of us have experienced, especially in a family, like you have people that, you know, been together for a long time, but in that long time, a lot of shit has happened and just like, how in the hell are you Mm -hmm. still together? But I get it. I mean, I get it. Like relationships are hard, but like, it's just some things that like some things you just gotta have to like let go after someone does something to you i don't know so a lot so i've been around a lot of unhealthy love oh my god so i'm more privy to unhealthy love than healthy love which is not the greatest but it is what it is but
1: i mean honestly though you learn from other people's experience Mm -hmm. i was talking to one of my friends literally yesterday about when you're growing up and they're talking about love and what's healthy it's often time portrayed as a healthy love is one where the other person is faithful mm-hmm. and an unhealthy love is one where the other person is unfaithful. But growing up, you realize there's so much more that can be wrong with the love between two people than whether they're yeah. faithful or not. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like sometimes people stay in relationships because like, I mean, they're faithful to me and we get along, but there's so many other things that are wrong. Right. So to my question of what a healthy love is i think yeah somebody who's faithful and about you but also someone who respects you yeah and someone who treats you how you want to be treated and someone who low-key lives at a standard that you want to live at and you know upholds similar values so it's not just about yeah i i think but you know
0: what i think that also goes back to how most of our parents were raised, I feel like a lot of, like, the emotional aspect of, like, just, like, whether it's familiar relationships, like, relationship-relationships, people don't really get into that, like, having, like, a in, uh, emotionally intelligent relationship. A lot mm, of yes. people don't get into it. I don't know why people shy away from that conversation, but it's more yeah. just, like, get together, get married, have kids, woo, and then you like, pretty much are, like, successful in most people's eyes. But no one right. talks about that. You need someone that, you know it's not going to yell at you every time they get mad someone that can actually have a conversation someone that's not afraid to have hard conversations and I feel like in that relationship if you if you can't have hard conversations then I don't know if it's that that great of a relationship or that strong
1: exactly I think I think society sort of romanticizes arguing like oh we are always bickering like we never get along nobody's saying like You shouldn't be doing that. Like, that's, (laughs) you you probably shouldn't have to bicker, but that's kind of how people portray married life. Like, you know how it is. Like, right. That's just a part of it. (laughs) Yeah, that's awful. Why don't we reframe how society sees married life?
0: Who wants to be stressed all the time, arguing and shit? Goodbye.
1: Right. So, we have, um, of course, in preparation for the episodes, we go and do some research. So, I'm going to go through some of the things that, I guess, professionals perceive as aspects of healthy relationships. So respect, as we've discussed, trust and support, honesty. Now, honesty, that one right there, that one right there. I I feel like honesty is very important.
0: Yes, I do as well. But I think a lot of people tiptoe on the the line of honesty and omitting some facts. I feel like if you got to like pull back on some facts, you're not that on the, you're not really telling the truth. Cause if you was yes. telling the whole truth, you would include that. Yes. Since you're not. So I'm yes. sure going on right there.
1: I feel like my standard for honesty is would you want somebody to tell you that? Yeah. And I'm pretty curious a person. So generally, I want to know. So if you're keeping out something that you know that I would want to know or you would want to know if you were in my shoes then you're not being fully
0: honest or something that you know is gonna hurt the person
1: exactly
0: you just gotta rip the band I feel like it's better to just rip the band-aid off instead of like wording things in a way that makes the other person is what the other person wants to hear or would make the situation calmer and then somewhere down the line is the person finds out the truth or the rest of the truth and then there's a whole another situation I just think it's better just like I rip agree Rip the Band-Aid people
1: off. people withhold. I think omissions constitute dishonesty in a lot of contexts. Exactly, but. exactly. Um okay, next on the healthy relationship wheel is responsible parenting. This doesn't apply.
0: A lot of people, a lot of people will be hurt with this topic. A yeah. A lot of
1: people will be hurt with this topic. It's so it's have you been seeing on social media they've been talking about like what was it they were calling it like soft parenting or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, because you don't beat your kids. Yeah, they're like, so what you're telling me is you're calling somebody's parenting, you know, like more soft or something because they're talking to their kids instead of trying to understand them. Yeah. Uh, I know it's it's hard because how can you know for real, like say you love somebody, you rock with them Mm -hmm. hella hard. Y'all go, you whatever, y'all are doing good. Then y'all introduce a child into the mix. How can you know for certain that that individual is gonna be a good parent? You know,
0: you can't, you could try. You can't, it's a lottery, it's just a lottery. Like the best, you know, the the luckiest people win.
1: You, it's really that's really comes
0: down to that's really you can, they can share, they can be the most loving person you know, listen to you, you know, understand you. As soon as a baby comes, it does change the dynamic because now you all, Mm -hmm. it's three of y'all in this relationship. Y'all are a family. You got to figure out. I I feel like then, I feel like you can, sometimes you can have like, oh, everything aligns our morals and values. But then when y'all have a kid, y'all start, wait, but I thought you were, but wait, no. (laughs) So that's when like a lot of issues come up, but you never can know. It's really just a luck of the draw at the end of
1: the day. It's true. I think it's also important, like, there is no way to know for certain, but I think that there are certain characteristics that you can know that you feel like equate to being a good parent. Yeah. And you can consider whether your partner has those. Yeah. Kids need to be talked to. I personally... I can't say that I would never whip my kids because, you know, you never know what kind of kid you're going to get. But ideally (laughs) I would like to just speak to my child. So if my partner doesn't know how to speak and they only know how to scream, it's going to be only heightened if a child is in the mix. Right. If, If your partner is not responsible for themselves as a human, like if you have to be on them for their basic needs, when a child gets brought into the mix, now you're looking for them, the kid, you don't let y'all have a dog like now all of a sudden you know (laughs) yeah
0: that's a lot That's a lot but um I think parents when it comes to parenting and like you know trying to you know win the lottery and stuff I think a lot of the time people just end up kind of reverting back to what their parents done I don't I did with them I don't know if it's just kind of like a well, I don't know how to figure this out, so I'm just going to do it how my my parents did it, or whatever the case may be, but a lot of people tend to go back, because you really don't know what you're getting into when you're having a baby. You can read all the books, you can have all the nieces and nephews, cousins, whatever, got kids. When you have your own kid, it's a whole nother situation. So a lot of people tend to just kind of revert to what they know. So you have to, like, as a parent, you have to be very conscious and intentional about the way you parent. If you don't have those two, I don't... Obviously, you can still have a relationship with your kid, but is your kid going to want to rock with you when they grow up
1: based on that's how who.
0: they were raised? Like Exactly. Are they going to want to rock with you?
1: Right. If Did you do basic survival or was it nurturing and was exactly. it caring? And I feel like in an ideal world, and I feel like uh, sometimes we see this in our generation and sometimes not in an ideal world, by the time you have a child, you will have reflected on your own childhood what made you feel good, what you didn't really like, so that when you become a parent, you can kind of adjust accordingly. If you have a child, when you are a child, you wouldn't have had time to reflect. Right,
0: because you growing up, while your baby growing up,
1: so it's like, who's the adult in this situation? There is no, there's no adult literally and that doesn't even have to be in years wise like some people you could be 27 and still be emotionally immature and then you bring the child into the world and you got trauma that you never worked through yeah so
0: i think i think people just need to be really realistic about why they want to have a child like why why do you want to have a baby i oh are you ready to like help someone walk through this world like what if your child comes out disabled are you ready
1: to undertake that exactly Exactly, a lot of people, and I was talking to my aunties about this on one holiday. I was like, "So, why did y'all choose to have children?" And they're like, "You know, to have like a reflection of you in the world." I'm like, "So for selfish reasons." And they're like, "I mean, but it for selfish reasons, you know? Like, I think, and I've said this many times before. I think that choosing to be a parent is a little bit inherently selfish uh-huh. because you're bringing a person into the world, either because." You want a reflection of you, or you feel like you're good enough to mold a decent human. Yeah. Which is fine. But if the kid doesn't come out exactly how you want.
0: Exactly. you, gotta how, be, do you
1: how are you going to interact with that child?
0: Yeah. You have to be very, very mature. But 99% of us did not grow up with mature parents. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I mean, <laughs> right, And, and that's, so. <laughs> my mom's going to be like, so you're saying I'm not mature? <laughs> not baby T. Not her. Every Everybody has growing to do. And I think yeah. your kid is better off if you know your spots of, you know, hazy, needs some work, as opposed to you being in denial about them.
0: Exactly. And as a woman, you just got to be ready to be doing your own thing. Okay.
1: Key. Oh, we've I-key. talked about that a bunch yeah. of times on this podcast, too. Just you could be happily married. Yep. Deep in love and stuff go left. You never know. Just make sure. (laughs) Yes, and can I just also say? So I have this. I don't want to go into nobody's deep business, Uh you know. But there was um, something I came across recently where it's the father who needs to be prepared for the mother to jap out and be out and doing what she wants to do. So that
0: happens. That
1: happens too and i i haven't encountered it as frequently right it's very rare i think it is rare rare, but that's another thing like if you're a dude and you're having a child don't go into it thinking okay well i'm just gonna be another one of her kids because (laughs) what if something happens to her you know right
0: then you stuck with the oh you're not stuck to your kids but
1: like then you then you're going to have to step up and be parent number one yeah. and are you ready to do that yeah did you ever um see that reddit post of that
0: guy who he was with this girl and they end up getting pregnant and she was like she's like I don't want to have a baby at all like and he was like well you know like my baby don't get an abortion she was like okay cool i'm going to have the baby but i don't want no parts so she has <laughs> she has a baby gave him the baby and she pays 135% of her child support every month and now he's mad because he's like, well, how can I force her to be a parent? You know, because now I'm having a hard time raising this kid by myself. And, like, how can I force her to be a parent? And they're like, you can't. She's doing right. what she's got to do. she told you, I don't want a baby. And you was like, you wanted a baby, so you got a
1: baby. Now, that is, I mean, look, rare, but it happens. Yeah. that's. I don't know. Do you watch the new Sex in the City?
0: No, I haven't watched it
1: okay, there's a couple on there and the woman is having trouble having a child and she's Mm -hmm. like, perhaps this is a sign from the universe. like A kid isn't in the cars for us. And her husband is like, no, I really want a child. Like, We need to consider whether we need to continue being together knowing that you don't want a child and I do. But she was having trouble. So I don't know. All of that to say, you just never know.
0: Yeah. But then there's some people like, like Jenny Mai when she told her husband she didn't want no baby, then she had a baby. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now that, but Jeannie is an interesting situation. But <laughs> yeah, I would be
0: salty. Yeah, maybe she just wanted to bring ablation into the world.
1: I Can I just say that that's what...
0: Maybe that's, that's what, what I was. said.
1: She's an interesting, she might be leaning into the, I don't know, hype beast of it all. But hopefully she, she is, is so deep in love that...
0: I hope so too, for the sake of the baby at the, at the very least.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay let's keep going on the relationship wheel so shared responsibility this is funny because this ties directly into what we were just saying yep. is, especially with
0: marriages child it's
1: yeah. it's too many
0: it's too many wives out here um with husband sons <laughs> it's way too many
1: yes they kids and their husband be siblings bro like yeah did mom cook? Did mom like, okay, please. <laughs> and I I have a friend who's pregnant mm-hmm. and she's excited to be pregnant, but she set her boundaries before the child has even come into the world. Like, I'm not about to be a mom only. Yeah. Like I'm gonna continue living my life. I'm gonna go to dinner <laughs> with my friends. I'm gonna go do like so Yes. Before the pregnancy even happened, those kinds of conversations happen. Like, if this is not what you... Like, if you want me to only be a mom, I think people should start having these conversations more often. That's not what I can offer you.
0: I think so, too. I think the whole situation is unfair. If anybody needs to be out for at least a year after the baby's born, it's the mom. She's been in the house carrying this human being for nine months, maybe 10 months, feet swollen. You could potentially die. I'm about to be out every day. I don't Right. What, you what are you saying? I almost died. I'm, what you mean?
1: I'm, I'm here out. for the the modern woman yeah, mother and what that looks like. Because motherhood has been painted in a very weak light. So I'm excited out. to see the girls shake it up a little
0: bit. You Absolutely. Know? Especially when people get like, for example, on Real Housewives, Kenya Moore, when she had her baby. Um, they asked her, like, what was the best best day of your life? And she was like, when I won Miss America. (laughs) And they were like, not when you had your baby. She was like, no, I almost died. Why would that be the best day of my life?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But, again, people want women to think, like, oh, my gosh, my best attribute is motherhood exactly. the best thing ever did in this world was have kids she's like no i was a human right, before
0: right it's like when you become a mom people are just like it's something that switches people's mind that just like that's just it that's you gotta be mom first you gotta love your kids some people don't even love their kids when they first have them and that's okay that's a whole stranger i don't care if it came from yeah. inside you that's you don't know what this person be talking about you won't know for at least two years you don't know what the hell they be talking about you don't know where their <laughs> mind at Of course, I'm not gonna love you right when I see you. Some people do, some people do, but some people don't, and that's okay. It's okay to have mixed reaction when you have a baby. It's weird seeing something come out of you that's a human being that's breathing, has
1: heart organs and shit. That's weird. It's true. People should normalize that more often having mixed. And I'm not saying like, okay, go throw (laughs) your baby away. No, like people should normalize getting acclimated to the fact that there's a whole nother human. Like, to some people, a baby literally represents their freedom being taken away from them when you used to be able to yeah. just okay i want to run a target let me put my shoes on now all of a sudden it's okay let me get them why right. let me get the diapers let me get the diaper bag let me get the little snacks Girl, yeah okay. that's a lot of work okay everybody's gonna be like so y'all are never gonna be parents
0: <laughs> I, I promise <laughs> i will probably drink a cocktail every time i got to take my baby out just in case <laughs> Just in case. Like, okay, bottoms up, everybody. This is this come. is why I am working really hard in my life to be established so I can have things in place that can help me whenever I do have a kid. For
1: example, a nanny.
0: Or maybe just,
1: a chef and a maid. <laughs> bro, can I just tell you, um my this is the same friend who's pregnant Mm -hmm. she was teaching me she was basically saying like there's a lot of things that our community isn't familiar with yeah that could assist in like being a parent and make it a little bit less difficult she said for example there are things called overnight nannies
0: yes so
1: people be like oh i i didn't sleep for two months she's (laughs) like i'm gonna sleep (laughs) so she said one thing about Right, no. So somebody's gonna come in, perhaps, and yes. watch the baby while I'm sleep. But regardless, I'm gonna sleep. So I think that that again speaks to the importance of being financially in a place where you yep. can afford to be the kind of parent that you want to be.
0: Yeah. One one girl actually posted that on her TikTok, and the reactions were like, I was surprised. A lot of a lot of women were actually like telling her like she's not a real mother, and this, that, and the third. I'm like, babe, you do not have to struggle. And a lot what? of things in this life and being a mom is one of those things. If you can yeah. and if you have like the money to have someone come in, maybe you haven't had sleep for nine months.
1: Right. It's come okay.
0: On. It's okay to have someone come watch a baby for six, eight hours. It really should be the daddy, but like let's focus on the community here. <laughs> You can have somebody come in for six, eight hours at night while you sleep, rejuvenate, and then you got your baby all day. There's 24 hours in the day. I think that Literally. six to eight hours a night is not going to hurt you. And it's only for like the first three to six months. So it's not like right. the baby's whole life.
1: And it's not like the baby's up, like, so what we doing? No, the baby is an infant, bro. The right. baby has sleep most of the time anyway. They just yeah. need a little something's bothering them or they need a little mm-hmm. more food or whatever the case may be. Let. Let people get the help that they can afford. Right. That's another thing. A lot of people like to point their finger about things. Projection. If you can't afford that, you don't have an opinion on this. Yeah. Let people get their nanny. Just go ahead and scroll, baby. This is not your line. This is not this right. Is not
0: your line. And that's okay. But I do. I, I hope I hope that for more mothers that they can have the support that they need while they're pregnant and after they're pregnant.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Um, next on the healthy relationship wheel, again ties into the last one: economic partnership. You already know where I stand with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Merva is very.
0: I'm like, we gotta. I don't know. I'm not saying you gotta, you know, you know, be so above me or like, you know, making so much money, but we gotta be somewhere in, in the same range. I think yeah. that would make the most balanced. Relationship, I think, especially if we're talking about like long term stuff like being together, living together, and having kids. I would, at that point, if we're just like dating, like, okay, sure, whatever. But if we're talking about long term stuff, we got to be like on the same, around page. the same, yeah. or at least
1: on the same page about yeah. it. And you know what? I think one issue is even how you just said, if we're just dating, I mean, it is what it is. When you get to a certain age, like, I'm starting to knock on 30. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> When I, uh,
0: yeah, 30 no, is right, right around the corner. You're so, the right. concession,
1: my sentiment at 21 of like, oh, it doesn't matter, like what he's doing, he right. has time to figure it out. At 28, you should figure it out. <laughs> it is, you know, yeah. And I want people to stop shaming women for having that yes. sentiment,
0: especially black women.
1: Black women, oh, it's my fair. God. It's fair to have that sentiment, like, here's how I want to live, and if you don't want to live the same way, otherwise you're going to be making compromises that you don't want to make for the rest of time.
0: And you're going to be resentful. That's going to be a resentful-ass relationship, and now you're just in a relationship, doesn't say in your relationship, you're not even happy, you're not even, I think benefits should be, I said benefits, relationships should be mutually beneficial. You should be getting something, I should be getting something, and you know building us night. or whatever the case may be but yeah I agree with you on that sentiment at, at this age I'm about to be a big 27 in a few months um what? I didn't I did, did my part I didn't <laughs> put it in the work I didn't grind it and I would like someone that has the same mentality but you know exactly. what I can also see like okay, like, this person, maybe they don't have the all the economics, but they have this bomb-ass plan in place. Like, they know exactly what's going to happen. Yes. They just need, like, some extra support or just need to talk to the right people. Okay, then mm-hmm. we can see it, but then that also can't be prolonged. We're not right. going to be 10 years and you're still trying to connect. No.
1: Right. But you, and you can kind of tell when that's somebody's vibe yeah. or not like yeah. if you ask somebody like okay so what's to you like what have you been up to over the last x amount of years sometimes people are like okay well I thought I wanted to do this yeah then I switched and it wasn't and it was that but then now I'm here and I really figured it out and this is how you know I'm gonna yeah. do it I can respect somebody who's been through things you know if anything that builds character yeah yeah we feel like I mean for the last eight years I've been trying to get my YouTube pop like
0: um check please I'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> we're not about to do that
1: yeah so I feel that. like if I could give my earlier twenties self some advice it would be just that like give people grace but not too much grace okay
0: not too much that's the key right there not too much grace because one thing about people, you give them a, a centimeter, they're going to run a marathon.
1: Who wants that? An an entire marathon. Okay. Who wants that? Exactly. Um, tying into our next one, fairness. Equality, <laughs> equality, equality. Like, yeah, like, we've, we've discussed that one. And then and, woo, last, said, you said what? I said
0: woo. But you know what? With the fairness thing, I think... A lot of times when you come from certain, certain cultures, like I do, that fairness thing does not exist. I had to talk to my parents about this. I was like... What was the conversation? We was talking about like... I sort of got... My mom, is she feels like she's going to have a heart attack if I don't get married tomorrow. Um, <laughs> she she told me she wants grandkids. I was like, uh, you have a kid under, under 10. What yeah, the hell do you need, need a grandkid a for? <laughs> but um, we were talking about just like partners and stuff like that, you know, what... I would look for because I was thinking about you know I was talking about my career I was talking about my career with them because that's important to me and my mom just brings in the topic of marriage and then we start talking and she's like in your household your your my my mom is like really problematic I've whatever (laughs) I talk about it all the time my mom is super problematic but she's like in the household like your husband is number one then it's you and you can't. You you, you you can't have she basically said you can't have a husband that like does the housework like you ask him to he should just want to do it himself if he wants to help you out i was like okay so i'm not gonna do that that's not in my no i'm like if i'm working so you, i was like if i'm working because i plan to have a, a really good career if i'm working and i'm having kids and i come home and i have to cook and clean what the fuck is there to love about this man because he paying a mortgage i can do that too so yeah. I'm gonna need some level of something like you gotta give something else besides like even we just talked about financials like really important but like you gotta do more than just that yeah. for us to close life together
1: as a like millennial woman with a good job the whole concept of like okay I'm gonna just not pay nothing he's just gonna pay for everything and I'll just exist that's not as much a thing and it's yeah. also like what standard of living do you want That part do you want the standard of living that he would have as a single man? Or do you want the standard of living that y'all would have if you put your assets together to some extent? Right. I want the bigger, okay? I want the more. (laughs) I do go to work. Like I don't need to put all my money away.
0: (laughs) Like I want the I want the nice house and kids and the family shit like that, but I want a partner that's here to help me out with that shit.
1: Yes.
0: Or yes. pay for someone or something, but you still have to be present. You can't just pay the mortgage and then put your
1: feet up. No, right. sir. You can't do that. Mm-mm. But that was, I don't know, that was their time. Times are different now. Yeah. And I've been seeing people, uh, the stay-at-home moms on TikTok, they be, ha- they be going through it. Really? They Wouldn't be you going be, through like- it. One one girl, she had to sit
0: outside and lock her, lock her kids in the house because she just couldn't take it. She said, I just need a moment to breathe. <laughs> she said the kids are always crying they won't calm down that's one life i do not want
1: yeah i'm
0: sorry i'm gonna need the husband to step in and do something but yeah i can't stay at home with the kids all the time
1: Mm-mm. if i'm gonna stay at home no kids i want to go to target get on the po- like i'm not i want to go to the gym i want to go
0: to meet my friends for lunch yes <laughs> i want to stay home on the-
1: take care of kids okay that's what yeah, my mom's yeah. for <laughs> Right, good on it. Um, okay, then the last thing we have on our healthy relationship wheel is non threatening behavior. Simply put. That's Simply and put. Have you been watching or keeping up with the Kanye West Kim Kardashian stuff? Yeah, I have been
0: keeping up with it on
1: Twitter. If Kanye is just really He's a I mess. feel like How we perceive threatening behavior is has definitely evolved over time. Yes. Because it used to just be like, did he knock her out? Okay, then it's fine. I think now we're starting to see it's not as black and white as that.
0: It could be more than that at times. And Kanye is the prime example. Especially when Kim was like, let me me just do this disclaimer. I am in no way a Kardashian fan or none like that. But... (laughs) As a person that really wants like the protection and the safety of women, I think yes. you know, we can't really avoid it just because we don't really like her. Like we still want right. her to be safe at the end of the day, we want nothing to happen to her. And we can't right. we can't even say like granted, I don't think nothing's gonna happen because we really don't know what don't know. Kanye be thinking. But like when she was like, Why do you always post our private messages? I was I felt that. I'm like, Why do we have to no like this isn't just something you guys take up with your lawyers like you live across yeah. the street i don't know if you go stand out in the middle of the street and yell maybe she can hear you like even that that's a little bit threatening but stuff like that all the things that he's doing and like attacking her new partner like
1: yeah the <sighs> whole i don't and i don't know whether this was true or not but how he allegedly purchased a house across the street that's what the that's what the the the, the word on the street is and as much as like oh yeah you want to be near your children no, that's not what that gave at all. But like, I don't understand
0: the whole children thing. He'd be around his kids. He was just with North and Saint at the um, Super Bowl. So what he be yeah. talking about? can be trying to stop him seeing his kid. That's that's a baby daddy favorite line right there.
1: Yeah, you do try- to see my kids. And I think we also ought to acknowledge the mental health overlay. Yeah. To the extent she is like, I don't know if you should see the kids <laughs> while you're in this state. That's kind of fair. That's <laughs> like,
0: very fair. Like, you know, he he's a Gemini. gemini can be I'm a Gemini too, but like Gemini men are like selfish on another level.
1: Let me see. Have I had a Gemini? Oh yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Trump is a Gemini that? too. Trump? Yeah. Look, mm. Trump is All a gemini. right. <laughs> but yeah, non-threatening behavior. Um I had a, I had a point to say on this, but I totally forgot
1: what it was. Was it in the realm? It was in the relationship context. I'm guessing, of course. Yeah,
0: about people like I don't know what the hell it was, but if it come back to me, I'm gonna circle back. But yeah, okay, non threatening so, behavior. Maybe we okay. can do an episode on that.
1: Threatening what threatening behavior is like. Yeah. The
0: what you should watch what some red flags are because a lot of us we kind of overlook some things like oh he wouldn't do that when he did whatever. He... I feel like when you start raising your voice at people.
1: Okay, we're teetering. I think that that, is, we're that teetering. is so important because some stuff is so inherently like obviously a red flag. Okay, mm-hmm. some stuff though is like a, a muted pink. <laughs> like, yes. hmm, it's like a, if yeah. that escalates, then it'll get a little more red and a little more red. Right. So sometimes people will be like, Oh, my dude did X, Y, and Z. I'll be like, Okay, well, my ex did something that's way more extreme,
0: but that was how it started. Yep. In the beginning it looked
1: like
0: that. Small stuff. You know, I always say that if a dude ever put his hands on me, he better kill me the first time. Because (laughs) if you do not kill me, I will kill you. (laughs) Because why the fuck would you put your hands on me? (laughs) I don't ever think about putting my hands on nobody. And I always say it too, even though I have my little situations or whatever, but like generally, I don't believe in fighting either. Because what what do we solve when we fight? I you, mean, you still yeah. you still don't like me. We still got beef. Somebody's gonna get hurt, and I have a fifty percent chance of getting hurt. Yeah, I don't know. The odds aren't that great, so yeah, the so, odds are
1: not. So that he, trickles into relationship.
0: If you if you hit me, you better kill me the first time. That's it. That's all I gotta say.
1: You heard it here first. This gonna be in court. <laughs> They're gonna be like Exhibit A. <laughs> Murp in twenty twenty two. And oh, if you, you kill me best
0: really often a haunt your ass for the rest of your motherfucking life.
1: Okay, so that's exhibit B. Get we Ew, Okay. <laughs> you heard me here first. Um, okay. So now let's talk a little bit about what love looks like for love of self. Mm. Because as much as, I feel like self-love has become a little bit of a gimmick.
0: Yeah. Misconstrued too.
1: Yeah. So we have a list of some things that are comparing what healthy self-love looks like versus narcissism. Because honestly, a lot of people be, you know, straddling the line. Yeah. You want to take the first one or me?
0: Yeah. For the healthy or unhealthy? Uh, Either. Um, so unhealthy, I'm sorry, unhealthy is grandiose self-idealization. I think Kanye fits into this one.
1: Yes. Grand say he is
0: really good at what he does. Like even the genius label, whatever, do your thing in in your, in your line of work, maybe so, but like he has a very large sense of self-identification and which mm -hmm. can be done in a healthy way. You know, a lot of people talk about some. Um, you know how people talk about like being a main character in someone's life or whatever. But you yes. are the main character in your life. Like this is this is your Everyone show. Ought you to know, feel
1: like the main character. In their Absolutely, own world.
0: but you know when you're doing too much and when you need to pull back. You it's very it's very evident. You can have self love without this big you know showcase of like you and whatever it is that you do. At. And Kanye is Kanye is a big example, and so is Trump. I talk about those two. Frequently, cuz maybe it's a Gemini okay, thing, examples. but like those are very big examples of having a very grand self idealization especially Trump yeah. cuz he's not very, he's not smart at all I don't well we know why he made it into the white house racism yeah. white supremacy um uh, white privilege all that good stuff yeah. uh, but he's not a very smart person and if you see his track record in business you would know that he's not a very smart person but right. for whatever reason because he has like this grandiose mm-hmm. personality People tend to kinda of overlook that a little bit or right. or I don't know, maybe some people want to identify with that level of confidence So they kinda of buy into whatever it is he's selling. So
1: it's true. It's true. They say that the so on our list, the healthy version of that unhealthy, Trumpish, Kanye ish thing is realistic expectations towards oneself and others. Realistic, realistic. I feel like is the key there because I feel like it's a mix of people just wanting to gas themselves, wanting to feel good about themselves. Also, a generation of parents coddling their kids to make them believe that they are the best thing that has ever happened. Mm -hmm. Especially male children. We have to make that distinction. Mm -hmm. Male children. Male children, too, but some moms be... Yeah. No, they're just jealous of you. And don't get me wrong. Baby T used to... Ah! there's some (laughs) jealousy. But you know what, though? I'm screaming she was a super duper realistic type mom yeah well when i grew up i'd be like dang she low-key was a little right yeah but was it always that no probably not like was it you're the best thing it was like you decent or whatever like <laughs> it de you know it just depends on the yeah. on the person but i think that realistic is what a lot of people lack absolutely Okay, so the next one, you want to just keep on healthy and I'll do healthy? Yeah. Okay.
0: Low self esteem, man. That's pretty. Boom. (laughs) Low (laughs) self esteem.
1: Self esteem based on love, compassion, and understanding. I feel like I don't even know if I agree with the low self esteem. Yeah, with this being on the list. Like, okay, I understand that low self esteem is unhealthy, but that's not something that is necessarily brought on because of the individual Uh, themselves
0: but you know what it can be especially when you live in a state of comparison that's brought on okay now
1: that's a good point yeah if you're always comparing
0: but i see where you're coming from where you just can't help but you might just have low self-esteem yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. regardless it's unhealthy but it's like to what extent did you bring it on yourself right and you're right a lot of people do Look at her she has this and I don't have that so let me right. but they just need to form a more healthy relationship like they say based on love compassion and understanding yeah not just based on you got this I don't I want right it.
0: And just, I don't know, not to say like we all have the same 24 hours in a day, we don't, <laughs> but like figure out ways that you can work for whatever your goal is with the resources yes. that you currently have. And hopefully along the way, you can build more resources to live the life that you want to live. But it really just starts with working with what you got right. and building from there.
1: Right. Oh my gosh. And to bring back the word realistic, like knowing your strengths, okay? Yeah. What makes sense for you versus what makes sense for the next person i was talking to one of my friends about this like i don't know yesterday or one of the other days say for example you want to be a influencer okay some of those influencers have really big personalities and they're this that and the other if you don't have that kind of personality that's fine but don't you don't have to pretend that you do (laughs)
0: Yeah, and, you know, people, and people can like see through that sometimes too. It's
1: so obvious. So it's just like, just be you, be the person that you are. And if, if you're that quiet person, you trying to pretend like you have this big personality is yeah. going to make you have low self-esteem because exactly. it's are be like, I'm not doing as good as this other person who's naturally like that. Just yeah. like lean into who you really are.
0: Yeah, and, I, and I've said this before, I said this on my Finsta one time, how someone told me that like my, my trajectory in life was so easy. I'm like, if you want what I have, you have to deal with all that bullshit that I dealt with too. If you want to deal with that shit, which I probably will never talk about, go ahead, be my guest, but you really can't just be like, oh, I want that person's life. You get the fuck in their life, it's some bullshit going on, you're like, what the hell did I ask? No, you gotta be careful yes. what you ask for, because people really be going through some shit, and especially with social media, you only see the highlights People exactly. are rarely, some people do, you know, get transparent, but like no one's ever posting all the bad shit that happens in their life to get to where they're at. No one posts that. That is so true. And I don't want no that's parts so in that. I already do my shit and that's quite enough.
1: Exactly. That is so true. You are 100% correct. People see what you do on social media and it's like, okay, that looks easy or yeah. I want that. My favorite one is I could have did that, but I opted not to <laughs> because... And they don't know the half. Don't know the
0: they half. Know the half of the shit that you'd be going through.
1: It's really crazy, but if you are grounded in you know what you actually want and your true interests and values and contributions to the world, or whatever, you won't be yeah that person talking about coulda, shoulda, and woulda. Okay,
0: yeah, come exactly. on. I, I at one point in time I used to have a low self esteem too, and I really had to like reel that shit in because I was like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing?
1: Yeah, I yeah. think, and we all have low moments, too. Yeah. Like, you could have the most self-esteem and then you have a day. Or somebody talks to you the wrong way or you yeah. don't get to job or you bro- right. get broken up with or whatever the case yeah. may be. Like that job, always... shit, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: job shit. That's money. That job should be hard when you get that rejection email. Like, damn. my God. I know. You'd be like, damn shit. <laughs>
1: Well,
0: we could have been so great together right. you was calculating your paycheck <laughs> trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out your commute <laughs> what
1: you going right. to do oh bro now that's the worst <laughs> when you put it in the map like oh it's only going to take me extra yeah. amount of minutes
0: especially if it's close girl I mean I hate losing the jobs that's
1: close ooh. ooh okay
0: so yeah um, the next one is exaggerated sense of entitlement
1: we haven't talked about that one yeah I think that kind of... Kanye, Trump, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can go to the next one.
0: Assuming that others are responsible for our actions and their consequences.
1: And then the healthy version is taking responsibility for one's actions and their consequences. Uh-huh. Accountability is something that, like, a lot of adults actually don't have. None at all. Like...
0: Zero.
1: Ooh. Nobody, but I feel like that is... I
0: I wonder where that stems from. I guess people just don't want to be wrong. Maybe everyone's just stubborn. <laughs>
1: I think either everyone's stubborn or, like, I think that being wrong is also portrayed in such a negative light in society. Me and uh, my partner, we're just talking about this the other day, like, in the parenting context. Like, if if you teach your kids that it's okay to be wrong, they won't grow up and be that annoying person who's still trying to support Trump on Facebook after we've seen that he's terrible
0: the devil's advocate crew
1: exactly like just it's okay to be like okay well i used to think like this but now i have some new information so now i think like that yeah if people would just normalize that i think that there would be so much more accountability
0: i agree but that
1: that takes someone emotionally more mature than i think the average person
0: a lot of us don't have any emotional intelligence
1: it's you have to like
0: do the work to figure out first of all, a lot of us don't even know what the hell that means. Right. Number one. We not And didn't, it means different things for different people. Exactly. We didn't mm-hmm. grow up in those type of households or like you didn't really grow up hearing that type of stuff. So it's like especially when you have to relearn stuff as an adult. We're at the we're at the point like where our minds pretty much set. This is <laughs> this is it. Like yeah. we're not we don't we're not like kids that like absorb everything and can transform and this, this, and the third. We're at a point in our life where we're kinda like this is it. our brains are done developing at least for women it's done developing so it's like
1: how you, you your logical reasoning at that point is yeah. like this is how I get to my answers exactly
0: so, but you, so you have to be really really like intentional about like approaching these things and really being open to these type of conversations a lot of us are wrong multiple it's times true. a day multiple times a week it's that's just a part of human nature it happens to everyone no one's right all the time
1: yeah, if he, if he was right
0: all the time girl you would be an angel you would not be here down here with us
1: uh, yeah so literally human nature but people, i don't know people need to also listen more that too because like okay somebody has a different opinion than you instead of listening to understand what what their opinion is based in yeah you're listening to uh, um but right okay bro like you're ready to to just yeah can i get the sentence out yeah yeah but human nature okay next one Controlling oh, others was... due to insecurity, Woo! That's and then red flag. Uh, the healthy version is feeling secure enough to respect people's boundaries.
0: Yes. Uh, also, watch our uh, watch, listen to, or you can watch it on YouTube. Listen to our boundaries episode. That was the second episode we ever did, or was that the first episode? It was the first.
1: We, you know, we had a bunch of little well, didn't work, so it's <laughs> one of the early episodes.
0: Yeah, go listen to that, but this whole boundaries thing why are people so combative when it comes to boundaries okay i know why because they don't have any so they don't want you to have any either so yeah. there we go even though i feel like some people do be having their own boundaries but they don't want other people to have boundaries because they want to treat people however they want to treat them
1: bro people benefit from others lack of boundaries yeah so if you're like uh-uh, i'm not gonna do that and they're like dang, if she don't do that, then that's going to make my life a little bit more difficult. <laughs>
0: right.
1: So then they'll be like, no, but you should do that. It's wrong of you to not do that because humans are inherently selfish. As hell. So I think that that's why people have problems with others' boundaries.
0: Yeah. People just want to take advantage of one another. And honestly, that can get tiring. Who gives a damn?
1: Yeah, so set your boundaries this year. But, okay, the on the concept of controlling others due to insecurity... That, I'm thinking of, like, past, like, me and past relationships. Yeah. Yeah, it was given, it was given some of that at times. Like, and no one thinks of, okay, like, trying to set rules or, you know, sometimes rules or boundaries are based in, I'm not sure if you're for me. I'm not sure if you're trustworthy. So, I'm going to tell you, here's what you can and can't do (laughs) and why you didn't do, you know, like, I think that. The relationship I'm in now is the most healthy I've had cuz okay, go be free. Yeah. And if if your definition of freedom is something that would disrespect me then we're not meant to be together. Exactly. That's like, just really we, what it comes down to. Yeah. And also um
0: I think with boundaries. See, this is the thing about me. I'll be losing my motherfucking thought. <laughs>
1: you have so have you felt like you have been the like controlling of others type in relationships absolutely not you just let people just do what you wish
0: because i feel like if if we i I just i feel like relationships shouldn't be hard right you know obviously there's hard moments but it shouldn't be hard so who am i to come into your life i'm new in your life i don't know what the hell you had going on before who am i to come in and be like oh you can't do this you can't do that but if we have understanding that we want to be together and you do what you do and you know that you want to be with me, you wouldn't disrespect me like you just said. I, so why I would I, so. why would I, what I, you know, what? what is the, the hold up there? That's how I think about it. It might be very naive because people are very conniving, but that's just the way I choose to go about life. I'm not finna strap you down next to me. I'm not finna, hey. you know, trying to follow you and shit like that. No, I'm not gonna do any of that because at that if I feel like I have to do that, we don't need to be together because I obviously right. don't trust you. And if we ain't got trust, we got
1: nothing. I just look crazy when you said follow, but then I was like, oh wait, I've been followed before.
0: Right, So and that should feel weird <laughs> as fuck. Well. Like, why would you follow like, someone? What? What? what are you doing here, right? You supposed to but, be in relationship, know each other. Like, I don't I know. I think
1: I think that there's a thin line though between teaching somebody how to respect you. And controlling them.
0: Yeah, super good. Because
1: sometimes people do things and it's like, yeah, that's out of, like, I don't really like when people do that. Yeah. And if the other person's like, oh, okay, like, I didn't know, or let's have a conversation about it, versus they keep on doing it and it's like, could you please stop doing that? At that point, it's like, really, at that point, it's like, we're not meant to be because, you know, there's, but if you want to make it work, then you keep on drilling down on this thing. But they can't do it, so just let them go. Like,
0: yeah, and you know what? This is this was my thought from earlier. When people set boundaries, I feel like the person who's the boundaries being set to, they kind of feel like this is a in of relationship. No, yeah, we just have to figure out how to you know maneuver, like yeah. rework how we're you know doing things. And I think it's okay. It's totally okay. It's it ha- doesn't have to be the end of things. And the people that rush to it, just being the end of things, they kind of scare me too because like. You run away from everything, so I just know you wouldn't be a good yeah. best person to be friends, partners, anything with. So,
1: yeah, I agree. I think relationships, like we've talked about several times before, are oftentimes framed like Disney movies, romantic, everything yes. needs to be perfect. It's yeah. not gonna be perfect. So, yeah. if somebody sets a boundary, or if they, oh, I don't like that, would this made me feel uncomfortable. That's not steps backwards. That's really steps forward. Like, okay, we're building a world for us together. Yes. Now we have to, you know, tweak it to our standard. Yep. And it gets better over time when you have, you know. Yeah, more it's more
0: of like, I really want you to stay in my life, but we just got to figure out how we Right, about but this. you
1: can't stay if.
0: <laughs> you doing too much. Exactly. All the time. Okay. Right. <laughs> Every right. now and again, okay, we can reel it right. back in. But if it, if you're a constant do too much you got to go. Then
1: it's not going to work
0: okay yeah
1: um so the next one self-criticism and punishment for the unhealthy side and then self-acceptance is the healthy there's one before it too about failures we can go to that after oh so self-criticism and punishment i think it's so easy to do that in the social media era yeah like oh they have this and i want that and i don't have it yet i'm not a millionaire by
0: 21 oops (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally literally and also I think it's just
0: easier too it's easier to talk down on yourself oh you're so fucking stupid why the fuck did you do that or like when something happened and you know you should have you know done better and had more discernment it's so easy to just dunk on yourself it's really really easy it's really easy to be negative but it's, it's really important to yourself you know what that was a mistake how can we do better that takes a lot more work than just being yeah. like Are oh, you were stupid
1: yeah it's true more productive self-talk, like, self-criticism. Yeah. But also, one of my friends had just suggested that people should start having, like, a salary cap in their mind. Like, I really want to get to this, and when I get there, I'm happy, I'm comfortable, I'm good. Because we're in such an era of, like, okay, more. Okay, do more. Right. Now I need a little bit more. Right. We need to start, and I saw another post, and I'll probably, like, put it in a social media post on this. Yeah. It was just saying, like, let's get more comfortable just existing. Just being. Yeah, just be. Like, you work hard, and then just let yourself enjoy that. It doesn't always have to be like, okay, I'm here now, so how can I do the next better thing? Like, just be.
0: Live in the moment. Live in the present. You only get it one time. Yeah, B B. Yeah. Speaking of that salary cap thing, there was a the post on Twitter where um this guy was like he I think he worked in tech. He was saying that like at the salary he was at or like I think it was a hundred and fifty thousand. was like, I can do a lot. I can do what everything do you want to do? I can do everything that I want to do. And then here came um the Twitter investment bankers and the Twitter millionaires What's talking loose? about one fifty isn't an it's nothing. So who? Ninety-nine percent of the people in America don't make that,
1: really? so it's got
0: to be something. So I, I hate yes. it when when people get the salary capping on on the internet because you could do a lot. You really could do a lot with less with with proper planning. Obviously, nothing is gonna ever like take someone out of pop- poverty like more money, but that's not the conversation at right. hand. It's like. At a 150 a lot of us can do a lot of stuff if you live within your, your means. Your means,
1: bro. No one's yes. saying at
0: 150 you fit it be Gucci this, Gucci that, <laughs> Gucci everything. You're not about to do that. It's just not feasible Yeah. as a lifestyle. You're not about to be living like the rappers and stuff like that, but you can live a very good life where you can have a good home. You can, you can probably also have a family on that type of um, salary too. People do it okay. for less, so you definitely can do it at that salary. You can travel. You can... Like he said, he can do everything that he
1: wants. It just takes yes. planning and budgeting. Yes. So at that point, that's him being realistic with himself. Yeah. Anything beyond that is fluff. Okay. Exactly. Like I'm fine, and let him find a partner with 152. Now y'all are at 300. Right? That's, a, that's a lot You're more fine.
0: than a majority. When when people, the median salary in America is 49k.
1: Right. Like let's be real here. Before taxes, 150. That's not.
0: That's I don't know. You give me a dollar, shit. Everything is money to me. I I would take anything. If someone gave me yeah. one fifty, I'm taking it.
1: Yeah. yeah, Like
0: I don't, I don't understand the logic, but everybody wants to see richer than they are. But the stats say different.
1: <laughs> it's true. Men lie, women lie, well, and numbers
0: don't.
1: He, that person could be Gucci down. People be Gucci you down could. at thirty two. Okay, you're absolutely right. Let's be real. You're absolutely right. Okay, so we also have, and we're getting to an hour, so we okay. could just do a little, yeah, little um, just... through these. We have some, like, qualities of healthy friendship, unhealthy friendship, healthy. We've kind of discussed love, like, as an overarching topic. Yeah. So let's look at the healthy friendship or family. Is there any one or two that you feel like are very important or stick out to you? Um, we have on here like equality, respect, trust, encourage a healthier you, honor your additional relationships, mutual feelings. Let me. Ooh, I'm a so mine will be mutual feelings. I think that that's so important, especially as an adult. Yeah, if you're gonna have a friendship with someone, like nobody wants a one sided nothing
0: exactly. these
1: days. Okay, exactly. So the unhealthy version of it they say is unrequited love i think in the friendship context unrequited love unrequited effort yeah like nobody wants to be reaching out trying to hang like okay so you don't want to be friends so then let's not be friends then yeah let's just demote ourselves that's okay
0: yeah, but I do. Fine. But I, I do think with the unrequited love, if you have a crush with your friends, I don't. I don't know. That's something completely different. That's more, oh yeah, the list, I
1: swear, <laughs> at that, talking about I don't know if that's a, that exactly a
0: friendship. Now you're trying okay, to be something more than that, but um... yeah,
1: that's that's different. But if it's a strictly platonic relationship, I think that it's definitely fair to want mutual effort. Yeah, to some extent. I mean, we're grown. Everybody has jobs, and they have. Other things because in their lives, but yeah, you I think
0: can too. I think for me that encourage a healthier you is ooh. really important. I want people around me that's gonna help me. Kind of, you don't have to like directly teach me, but like the way you move is like, ooh, you know what? I like how they did that. Maybe I can tweak how I handle these type of situations or how I, you know, do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. so having someone there, you can kind of see, like, okay, they doing that, and, and you know, it's working really well for them. Let me just try to implement and see how that could be for my life, where I just really like how they're moving <clears throat> in a positive manner, whatever the case may be. I love stuff like that. Like I said all the time, I, I used to be a very combative person. Like, super, super combative. I could still be combative at times, but, like, it was actually kind of ridiculous. I kind of look back, I was like, that's so cringe. And I've <laughs> changed over time, because yeah. I learned, like, you can't just say what you want to say and then that's just be it you have to realize like damn
1: i was fucking wrong
0: and i need to say something right so i
1: I agree so much about having people around you that encourage a healthier you like yeah we're at the age and don't get me wrong i could have been 23 and i could have you know started to implement this (laughs) then but i feel like for me and my life in particular i'm at the age where Less is more.
0: Yeah, with
1: regard to like people in my life, like you know, extra stuff. I'm not too interested in yeah. drama. I'm not too interested in
0: none of that stuff.
1: Fixer up, like, and this is this might come off rude, but like, it's fine to want friends that you look up to or that you can share ideas with and things like that, as opposed to friends who you're trying to do like the fixer up vibe. Are. Mm. It's okay, like, and I think sometimes it's sort of discouraged. Like, say you're a professional woman and people are like, no, you shouldn't treat people different or you should have friends of all, you know, genres and walks of life, which is true, but you can tell when somebody is motivated and when they're not. Yeah. It's okay for you to want motivated friends. It's okay for you to want friends who work hard too. Yeah. That's fine. Like, that's your choice. Yeah.
0: And then this, my guy, Aristotle, um, this is where he comes in, you, that, the levels of friendships, everybody ain't gotta be, what is it, type C, that's the best one, yeah, everybody ain't gotta be type C, you know, and stuff like that. You can have friends at different levels, and I do think, like, I just really recently opened my eyes to this, like, maybe someone's lifestyle might not be what you would see for yourself, but if they're a good mm-hmm. friend to you, that's okay, they might not be a right. C, maybe they're a B or an A, right. and, and, and that's okay, that's right. okay, that can be a but- thing, two things can be true at the same time
1: exactly exactly that's 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 very accurate everyone doesn't have to be on the same wavelength but to the extent to the extent somebody not being on the same wavelength as you impacts how they're a friend to you or how they can show up to you or how you feel like they show up for themselves it's okay for you to be cognizant of that yeah and acknowledge it and be honest with yourself about it absolutely boom on that note so that wraps up today's episode
0: of the love episode part two. Healthy versus healthy. unhealthy love.
1: Uh, so tell us what you guys think is healthy love. Maybe we'll do a poll. Yeah. Like, how do you define healthy love? Because I would be curious to know.
0: Yeah. Or even like, when did you start realizing the loves that you were in were not healthy? Like, when did that, Ooh, when did that mind shift happen?
1: That's a good question. How many years were you? <laughs> okay you know what i only i gave
0: myself till 25 to like do foolish things yeah i mean even after after that that, i still do a little bit but like for the most part i'm i'm kind of like okay i need to do better i'm i recognize better a lot more than before
1: yeah foolishness i feel like takes on different forms as you get older but some stuff is like so overtly surface level obviously stupid yeah yeah yeah
0: as, oh, I didn't even get to talk about Love is Blind. Maybe I'll talk about that next episode because we had an hour.
1: Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much. As always,
0: you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ReadTheRoomPod. Read the room pod. You can email us at ReadTheRoomPod at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Those are all our social medias, right? And
1: then there's also the, if you have a question oh, or you the need advice, cat. we have a little box. Yeah. Go ask
0: or talk to us on facebook if you get on facebook oh lordy (laughs) bye everybody that's it see y'all next talk to y'all next time bye bye